matter about how long you live on earth. Because it doesn't matter how long you live on earth. Because if you should live about 81 years, if you live about 100 years, and still rapture takes place, and you meet someone who died at the age of 18, it doesn't mean you have an advantage over the person. Scripture is saying that. If people die prematurely and you do not die prematurely, doesn't mean you have an advantage over death on the day of rapture. The advantage you have over death is that you are able to fulfill your purpose. That is why I said it's not about having long life, but it's about fulfilling your destiny, about fulfilling purpose. Are we okay? Because even if the person dies at the age of 20 and has fulfilled their purpose at that age of 20, they can be more successful in heaven or more, how do you call it, more ranked in heaven than you who even died at the age of 100. It's not about old age. On that day and when we get to heaven or wherever we find ourselves, it's not going to be about, hey, I'm 150 years, so uh, get me water. <laughs> you are my grandson. Get me this, get me that. No, 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 it's not going to be about age. So when it comes to rapture, it's not about age. So the elderly people will not be raptured first, the, the, the youth will not be raptured second, and then the young ones will be raptured third. No, 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 no. It will happen. Man of God, can you move on? Descend and he will give a loud cry of someone. He's calling forth. That someone is to call forth. Okay? Alright. With the shout of an archangel and with the blast of the trumpet of God. And those who have departed his life in Christ mm -hmm. will first rise. Okay. So those who have departed first and the sound of this trumpet will rise first. Even before us. They will rise to meet Jesus first. Because they are supposed to wait for us on the clouds. They are going to be waiting for us to congratulate us. But he said that there was going to be a shout of cry by Jesus. And then the archangels are going to blast in shout. But the trumpet will be sounded. But in this trumpet that is sounded, then we hear the voice of Jesus. And we hear the voice of the archangel. The trumpet is not going to be Expecting, but when we hear banana, we are all scared. We say, hey, Rapture is taking no, 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 no. That sound, when we the rap, when the trumpet is blown, it is the voice of Jesus we hear crying for his people. Just as I said, that things can speak, but he said, I stand at the door and I knock. If you hear my voice and open unto me. Knocking, but he's asking to hear his voice in the knock that he's knocking. In the same way, when the trumpet is being blown, the voice of Jesus will be detected by the sons of God, and then we will be summoned to the heavens. Oh, listen, listen. The Holy Spirit is our seal, He is our signature, He's the signature of God upon us, and the enemy also has his signature upon his people. When the trumpet blows, only the believers will hear, only the Christians will hear the trumpet that is being blown. The unbelievers will not hear the trumpet. Listen, when the trumpet is being blown, not everyone on earth will hear the trumpet. Because if everyone should hear the trumpet blown, then it means that everyone is being sermoned. But no, it is only believers that will hear the trumpet being blown. And when these believers hear the trumpet being blown, they know they are being sermoned and suddenly they are caught up in the heavens. 
You cannot explain it. It is part of the miracles that will take place at rapture. Many miracles will take place at rapture. Many miracles will take place at rapture. So, he sermons us. He calls for us. And Jesus is not coming for the church. Sorry to speak. I know you've heard many preachings. He's coming for his church. Spotless, blameless. No. He's coming for his bride. Jesus is not coming for the church in this context that he's not coming for I am ministry. <laughs> he's not coming for Pentecost. He's not coming for Lighthouse. He's not coming for Christ Embassy. He's not coming for Action. He is coming for his bride. So he will not say because you are in I am ministry, come to heaven. No. He is coming for people who know him and are according to his purpose. He's, that's why I said he's not coming for his bridesmaid. Because other religions believe in Jesus, but not us. The Messiah, but Jesus is the Messiah. He's the only way by which we can go to God. Are we okay? So if you don't believe him as the Son of God and as your Lord and personal Savior, whichever way you believe him to be, you cannot make it. Because the only way is through Jesus. And that's why I said you cannot, he's not coming for Christ's meat, he's coming for his bride. So other religions may profess to be the bridesmaid of Christ. The wedding doesn't happen between the bridesmaid and the groom. It happens between the groom and the bride. Are we okay? So it is important that you don't make yourself the bridesmaid of Christ, but you make yourself the bride. Because he's coming for his bride very, very soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, now when that rapture happens and there's someone, that the, when we are being summoned by Christ, how will it happen? How will we know? We will just know. When we hear our body will respond. I don't know how. I have experienced it before in terms of being in the sky without. Um, working on anything but like just um, elevating on the on the air. I've experienced, but I don't know how to explain it to you. But you will just your body will know how to do it. When I was when I was my body knew how to do it. I did not know how. Like personally, I was about, I did not know how, but my body knew how to do it. We will know. It will just happen. It is within us, and on that day it will be someone, and then we are moved. Now, when when rapture is taking place, the dress you are wearing is not what you are going to be wearing. Suddenly, God Himself is going to change your body. <laughs> so, okay, if you should die right now, please don't be scared. <laughs> like right now, we are here. If you should die right now, you are not going to be in the shirt you are wearing. God will change your shirt. If rapture should happen right now, God will change our clothing. Are we okay? And I will explain the scripture. Because, no, you move on to the next verse, then we will explain it out. The man is an rock, when the man on earth shall simultaneously be caught up along with the resurrected dead. So, and that trumpet simultaneously. When the people from paradise are meeting up in the cloud, we also are meeting them up simultaneously in the clouds mm-hmm. to meet the Lord in the air. Okay. And so always. That is rapture. That's not the second coming of Christ. That is rapture. Okay. And so always. Through the eternity of the eternity. Okay. We shall be with the Lord. So we shall be with God at the rapture. Eternity. To eternity. Okay. That's eternity. Mm-hmm. Therefore, comfort and encourage one another with this word. In other words, when someone dies, don't cry. Don't worry. People crying at burials or at funerals is a sign of ignorance of where the person is going. 
So he's saying that we, when people die as Christians, when people die, we should not cry. We should not, but we should be comforted and rejoice because we know that where they are going is okay. I can only cry for you when I know where you are going is not well. But so long as I know you are going to heaven or paradise, I am rejoiced. A better place. Because at least that will see me better than here.
clothing is being changed, oh, but move on to another verse. It talks about we being clothed in linen and in white garments. So you see, when you read that scripture, you're going to understand that there is nothing like white wedding. People feel like, okay, and white wedding is for the white people, the foreigners, and then our own is the traditional one. When we do our kente and do our engagement, we are okay, it's a lie. That form of wedding which we signify as white wedding is actually gotten from the Bible. And this is what it says, oh God. Okay. She has been permitted to dress in fine regions. The, the woman or the bride wears a fine linen. She is permitted. She is permitted. There is a reason for that clothing. Dazzling okay. and white. She, it is what dazzling and white. For the fine length. So when you are wearing a white garment on your wedding day, it has a meaning. And what does that mean, please? It signifies or represents the righteousness. The righteousness. The upright. The upright. Just. The just. Godly living. Godly living. That is what your wedding gown signifies. In other words, if you are found not being upright and unjust, you are not permitted to wear the white linen or that gown. Are we okay? Are we okay? So, having those clothing is not a sign that it's a white wedding. It is a sign of rapture. So, when a person dies, God himself changes our body. Our body is being changed. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 38 downwards tells us that our body is being changed. We have diverse bodies. The celestial body, the spiritual body, the human flesh, the animal flesh. There are different kinds of flesh. The day a person is being raptured or the day a person dies, their body changes. They pick up a different body. This body we have, okay, cannot naturally elevate in the skies. It cannot suspend in the skies. This body we have can naturally not pass through walls. This body we have is limited. However, when this body is transfigured and transformed, still here, physically here, when this body is transformed, I can pass through walls. When this body is transformed, I can be teleported. Are we okay? So, seeing Philip being teleported means that his body was transformed. Jesus Christ, until he died and resurrected, there was nothing like him passing through walls. Because his, and yet still, the disciples held him and they could kill him. His body and the flesh was changed to a spiritual body. So when a person dies, they receive a spiritual body for their spirit. When, right now as we are here, when Roger preaches, we will not go with his flesh. Quickly, our body will respond and we will be transfigured. Our body will change. You will not, you cannot explain, it will just happen. And then quickly, God himself puts on you a white linen, a white garment. Listen, scripture is saying on me, scripture. He clothes us with white garments. It's not like a garment where when you are raptured, you only have a raptured explosion, you hear the sound, now you are waiting. Okay, I'm still at that yet. You will not have time to stand at that yet. You will not have time to change your body. You will not have that time. It's not be a clothing where you want to check you. Oh, it's bigger than me. Oh, it's smaller than me. Oh, I don't like your shoulder. Can you please change? No, 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 no. There are clothes in the storehouse of God currently that are perfect fit for you. 
No tailor is contracted by God. No fashion designer is contracted by God to sew this body for you. Angels are currently working on your garment for rapture. They are currently working on your garment for you to be taken. Are we okay? So when it happens, suddenly the garment comes upon us. And this thing goes away. Like it, it suddenly knows how to just go off. <laughs> you won't have time to unbutton more. It suddenly pulls off. It obeys the instruction of Jesus. It cuts off you. And suddenly the other garment comes upon you. The, the, the easiest way I can just put this garment to his leg. Let's say Jalabia. It's in the form of Jalabia. Alright? That's the garment that comes upon you. You're quite leaning. So you will not be naked. Don't think, okay, when you are a you really care what is here. No, no. A white linen comes up with you. A white so A white linen is placed upon you. Suddenly. 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 And when a white linen comes upon you, it's not going to take one minute. It happens in a twinkle of an eye. You, know, you cannot explain it. You cannot explain it. It's like you need time that when this cloth is being removed, that you want that one to not clear. They are not waiting for it to come. The moment the sound is heard, the body responds. The cloth comes. Are we okay? Do you understand this? Do you understand this? Glorious and miraculous, even rapture is. <laughs> okay, one of your questions will be so, will I be wearing the wig of Larry? <laughs> okay, if I'm wearing watch, will I take a watch to heaven? No. You see, in movies, when the person dies, they are still wearing their watch. They are still wearing that wig. They are still wearing that space. Which ghost is wearing this No, doesn't happen like that. Okay, this is what happens. Your wig is your wig is part of the corruptible. Okay, your wig is part of the corruptible. Just like your body, your flesh currently, all right, is part of the corruptible. So your flesh is not allowed in the heavens because the heaven is the incorruptible. Your wig is materialized, it's incorruptible, so it is not allowed. However, it will be transformed. Do you get it? It will move away and your natural hair will be that which will be on. There will be transfiguration. Everything about you will be transformed. So the people who are dead, alright, who died at the age of 100, when you go to heaven, they are looking young. Are we okay? The people who died at age 150, 150 that they were doing when you go to heaven or when you go to paradise right now, they are strong. They are looking young. But you can recognize them. You can recognize them. But you don't see them as old. You don't see their body is wrinkled. No. Fresh. 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 Okay. How many understood that? Can we move to uh, the verse 9? Then we move to another scripture. Mm-hmm. Then the angel said to me, okay, write this down. Mm-hmm. Blessed, happy to be envy. And those who are somewhat invited, come. The marriage supper of the Lamb. So happy, happy are the people who are called to the marriage supper. You, he said, you are happy. You should be happy. You should rejoice that 
when rupture takes place, you can make it. In other words, the people who don't make it for rupture, do you? Is this you? When you make it for rupture, be happy. Rejoice. Happy should you be. Happy should you be that you made it for rapture. Are we okay? Alright. And now, okay, you will finish it. And it says to me, friend, these are the true words. The genuine and exact declarations of God. These are the true words and the exact declarations of God. And we will be raptured. And the government will be given unto us. Now, having said that, when this whole rapture takes place, what then will happen to the people who are not raptured? So, the major way by which you can be raptured, according to the book of Romans, is that you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Are we okay? That you. <laughs> all right, can you, can you take it, all right? That you accept Jesus as, as your Lord and personal Savior. In other words, those who have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior, there will be no way they can be able to make it to heaven. Are we okay? Are we okay? So if no one has the imprint of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they are not going to make heaven. So if some of you here who call yourself Christians, as I said, Christ is not coming for the church. He is coming for his bride. So just in case you don't make it for rapture, what will happen to you then? What can you do to be raptured? Alright. Yeah. The rapture, the day of the rapture is not known. But there are pointers to rapture. There are things that will make you know that rapture is about to take place. But you will not know that day. That day it will happen, you will not know. And God has planned everything in such a way that you cannot even determine if it is a weekday or a weekend. Huh? You cannot even tell if it's a weekday or it's a weekend. You cannot tell. He has planned this thing in such a way that the whole scenario about this rapture is miraculous. So, but as much as we cannot tell when rapture will take place, we can tell when Christ is going to come the second time. Are we okay? We might not be able to tell when rapture will take place, but we can tell when he will come the second time. When will Christ come the second time? He will come when the peace treaty is signed. When the peace treaty is signed, it will take seven years for Jesus to come the second time. Please, please you need this information. Because maybe as we are growing, it will take time for me to preach this message. So let's lay the foundation down very well. Alright? So now, though we might not know when rapture will take place, we will know when the second coming of Christ will be. And it is exactly seven years after the signing of the peace treaty. And I explained the other time that one practice of the enemy in this present age is that he is going to use peace as a medium to lure many people into hell. Are we okay? He is going to use peace to lure many people into hell. Are we okay? 
So when the peace treaty is being signed, seven years after it, then we have the second coming of Christ. Are we okay? All right. So let me get this microphone and we do this. Thank you. All right. So what happens is that within these seven years, they are divided into three, into two, sorry, three and a half and three and a half. The first three and a half is called tribulation. Listen, the first three years is called tribulation. The other last three and a half years is called the great tribulation. In other words, the kind of pain, trauma that will take place in the very first three and a half years is much more than the other three and a half years. So can we survive? Should we be planning to make it for the first rapture? Or we should wait until that seven years. Now, will, will we experience the 666, are we going to be experiencing the taking of the chief? Is it going to happen before rapture? What do you think? Before rapture? Okay, many people believe so. Many theologians believe so. But scripture has a different perspective. The mindset of people, why people are thinking that this 666 should take place before rapture is because if this thing does not take place, how can we tell you are really a Christian? If you if you don't go through this war, if your faith is not being tested and tried, how will we know that you are truly a Christian? How? How can we tell? How can we tell? But scripture makes us understand that rapture will take place after. Oh, let's okay, let me say this. Satan, alright. Satan currently wants the sisters to take this now. Satan wants us take the chip. Satan wants to go ahead of time so he could gather as many people as he can gather. However, the tribulation is supposed to happen after rapture. God will not subject his people to pain. He will not subject his people to the judgment within that seven years. Are we okay? So it is important that we make it at that count. There are three major ruptures. Three major ruptures. God came to take his generals like Enoch, like uh, Elijah, like Moses. That one has already taken place. The second one is what we are about to experience. This is the second rapture. The second rapture is what we are about to experience. Okay. Now, the third one is that which is the second coming of Christ. So, as I said, the second coming of Christ is different from rapture. The second coming of Christ is different from rapture. Please, do we get this? When Christ is coming the second time, he is only coming to take a few people. And those few people is true and means by which God himself is going to destroy Satan and the Antichrist. Again, the Antichrist is not Satan, according to scripture. The Antichrist is a man who is working for Satan. Are we okay? Are we okay? So, please understand this. Three major raptures. The first rapture has already taken place. The second rapture is what we are waiting for. Alright? Which we call the second coming of Christ. Yet it's not the second coming of Christ. So, the second rapture, which we are waiting for. How can we make it? How can I make it for rapture? Okay. What's that one also? 
And then when you are raptured and you go to heaven, what will be doing in heaven? We'll pause that one also. But the next course I have to tell us about rapture. Big thing. After all the governments change, we went a different government and as we have explained earlier. Would you then go to your mother's house if your mother is in heaven? Would you go and stay with your mother? Before rapture took place, are you going to be taking? Are you going to be staying with your husband, with your kids? How is it going to be like? See, I want you to understand all this so that it becomes sweet for you. You you desire to be in heaven even right now. But my experience it is sweet. Okay, are we okay here? Alright, let's move to Revelation chapter five, the verse eleven to the verse twelve. Revelation chapter 5, verse 11 to verse 4. Then I looked and I heard the voices of many angels on every side of the throne and of the living creatures and the elders of the heaven. And they numbered 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Verse 12. They say in a loud voice, The servant is the Lamb. We so, will sacrifice. Please listen to this. This is when Jesus Christ was slain for salvation. The salvation or the death of Jesus Christ did not only benefit us, it benefited Jesus. Not only did we receive from the death of Jesus, Jesus himself received from his death. Are we okay? Not only did we receive something from the crucifixion of Jesus, he himself, Jesus, received something from Christ uh, from Jesus, uh, from God. What did he receive? This one is his love also. Okay. To receive all the power and riches okay. and wisdom. So you see why all the power. He was powerful. But after he decided to die for man, he received a different measure of power and riches. A different measure of riches and wisdom. A different measure of wisdom and mind. Now we are here struggling. 
No one in any way can ever be rich to a particular level of degree unless they die, unless they sacrifice. Why do you think people put a sleeping casket? They were, they were, they were hungry money. But the sleeping casket to receive a different measure. They sacrifice even things to receive a different measure of riches. So for Christ to even receive a different measure of riches, he had to sacrifice himself. So they say, don't bow. They're sacrificing battle. Sacrifice manhood. Sacrifice someone's heart. There are others who are not sacrificing people or animals, but they are sacrificing their sleep. They are sacrificing their time. For you to have a different level of riches, there must be a level of sacrifice. Different level of sacrifice. It could be time. It could be friends. I mean, like, wait. Many of the billionaires we see don't really have friends. And they would say that their talk is lonely. Are we okay? Oh, do you get it? So I'm not saying go and sacrifice someone. I'm saying when you even sacrifice your own time, you can have a different measure of riches. When you sacrifice your phone, too much social media, you can make a lot of money. Are we okay? So there is a level of wealth you will never attain or acquire until there is a sacrifice. Some people also sacrifice percentage. If you don't sacrifice percentage, you also won't get. There is always sacrifice in every element of money you want to acquire, of riches you want to attain. But what sacrifice do you make? Your, the sacrifice you make is to spend your time watching people's videos and be commenting on their life. Oh, there is a different level of sacrifice you can make. Your level of poverty is a sign that you have not man up or you have not woman up to attain riches. You are comfortable in the level you are. You are comfortable in giving excuses. And funny enough, on that day there was no excuse. Let's move on. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, the verse 14. Or let's read verse 1 to verse 7. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, the verse 1 to verse 7 first. Just 
some of you don't end up doing other things based on this one. But you see, the enemy succeeds in giving people messages, thinking that it's from the Holy Spirit, and yet it's not from God. The devil himself can also speak to you through the Bible. The devil, Satan, can speak to you through the Bible. We call the Bible Holy Bible. Is it really holy? Is the Bible really holy? I'm not against God. I'm not against God, please. I just want to teach you truth. Because there are lies written in the Bible. There are people who lie in the Bible. So if the Bible is called a holy Bible, why does it contain a lie? If it's holy, it should be free from any of these things. There was war, and war was recorded in the Bible. If it is holy, why is it? Why, why is there war? Is the Bible the word of God? Certainly not. The Bible is not the word of God, but it contains the word of God. Because Satan also spoke in the Bible. Is that the word of God? Judas spoke in the Bible, is that the word of God? Paul spoke in the Bible, is that the word of God? Or the word of Paul? Yes, I understand that the scriptures were written by the inspirations of God. When Satan was telling Jesus, jump off, and there will be a legion of angels that will come in, was it God talking? So is that the word of God? No! The Bible contains the word of God, but the Bible in its encapsulation is not the word of God, but it contains the word of God. So that people can be able to manipulate those scriptures and make you miss heaven, thinking that you are doing the right thing, and yet you are missing it. So be careful of what you listen to. Be careful of who you listen to when it comes to the message of rapture. When it comes to the message of heaven and hell, be careful about who you listen to. We have to be careful. Paul said, be very careful. Because there are people who even play with your minds. People who play with your minds. Okay, please move on. Hmm? So that's what it's about too. Not to allow your mind to be uncertain or disturbed or get excited or alarmed. So don't allow your mind to be easily excited. Whether those of you who are excited about messages. Eh? Ah, this grace message. I wish I could preach it. This is the message we want. We want to hear the pastor's preach. It's not about prosperity, prosperity. No, this is the message we want to hear the pastor's preach. You are excited about particular messages. And yet, not all the messages are from God. Okay, you want this. Or get excited or alarmed. Whether it be by sound. Don't be scared. Just like the last month's apocalypse. Some of you were scared. When you hear such messages, don't be scared. Be, be joyful. Be happy. Wait for death to come. <laughs> listen. Listen. Don't live your life on earth like people who do not know 
where they are going to after this place. Live your life knowing where you are going to. So when we hear about rapture and the second coming of Christ, you will not get scared. When we hear about death, you will not get scared. Embrace it. Because at least you know where you are going. I will, I will teach as much as possible to make you embrace death. Embrace it not in the way of you dying, but embrace it so that you can equally have power over death. Because as much as death, we are talking about death, you can equally see death. It will appear to you and you can decide to make it go away. You all come to an understanding of these messages. Okay, no problem. Two more. Let it be by some presented revelation, okay, or of the spirit, or by the word, or by letter, okay, alleged to be from exit to the effect that the day of the Lord has already arrived and is here. So there are people that will allege, who will begin to see these things. When people will begin to allege that uh, rapture has taken place, or it has already taken place, there are people who believe part of the SDA people. Rapture has already taken place. Some of them also believe he's coming for 144,000 people. You know, please, I'm not missing anyone. I'm just trying to say something. Part of the people who are Jews in Israel and also across the world who are Jews, they believe Jesus is here to come. He's not yet born. Are we okay? So when you go to Israel, not everyone believes that Jesus has already come. Some of them believe Jesus is here to come. They are waiting. So do not be deceived. So do not be deceived. Don't wait for God to come and die again. He's already there, but he's coming to pick us up. Let no one lie to you. Let no one lie to you. Because let no one lie to you. Don't be deceived. Tell no one. Let no one deceive you in any way. For the day that the Lord, for the day that will not come, except the apostles come first. No one lied to you. Men of God, I said the other time, that men of God are part of the people who are no one. Men of God can equally lie to you. So he said, let no one lie to you. Then secondly, he said that apostasy. Apostasy is the falling away of the church. When people begin to backslide, people begin to live double life. Huh? They begin to pretend. Asori kakra, abonti kakra, asori kakra, life kakra, asori kakra, sisha kakra. You know, So he said, and these things will have to take place before Christ will come the second time. If these things don't take place, Christ will not come. So these things are called that they will happen. But make sure that you do not find yourself in these things taking place. Judas was not prophetically stated to be the one to betray Jesus. He took it upon himself. So many of you ask, will Judas be in heaven or hell? Because he helped fulfill the prophecy. Who told you? He, he agreed himself. Judas is not here. He's not proud of that. He did not help to fulfill any prophecy. He chose to do so. But Jesus said, The one that will break your bread first with me, the one that will betray me. And he decided to break himself first. Because all other disciples were waiting. He chose. 
He could have repented. He chose not to repent again. Are we okay? Are we okay? So, just like you guys, some of you will say, oh, God understands me. He understands what I'm doing. He had, so, if I sin, uh, he understands me. And when the rapture comes, he understands about it. This one, that's why I did it. He will take me. God will understand you. The only thing God will understand on that day is that you bear his mark. No excuse will be relevant in that Okay. Right. Unless they are protected, great falling away of those who have professed to be Christians. So the people who have professed to be Christians, they say they are Christians. They say they are Christians. I'm a believer, I'm a man of God. Alright? They have professed, they have come out claiming that they are Christians. But Bible said these people will fall away, including pastors. When pastors will begin to declare on public that they are gays, you will hear them coming out. They will declare they are gay. They will begin to open gay churches. They will begin to open lesbian churches, even in Ghana. This is not far from us. So some of it are even taking place. We have gay churches around. We have pastors who are pastors of satanic churches. Oh, are we okay? Are we okay? He said these things, the rapture will not take place until these things comes out and lawlessness multiplies. Then the verse 9, he goes ahead to say, the verse 7, he goes ahead to say that then people will begin to rebel against leadership. Until people come to a point of rebelling against leadership, rapture will not take place. So when you see people betraying each other or one another, understand that it is part of the when people begin to leave churches, it is a pointer to rapture. When women now begin to buy into this feminism message, equality, it is rebellious against authority. And in that, they are equally fulfilling a prophecy. No, no. You are feminist. You can tell us what you want. You can't be housewives. I earn more than you. Everything is 50 50. I won't talk. But I'm not against uh, feminism or feminism. No, I'm not against feminism. But they can never in any way be equality between the husband and the wife. There is equality between man and woman. Scriptures in the book of Galatians that they are neither male nor female, nor Jews nor Greeks, nor Gentiles. But there is a difference between husband and wife. Please listen. There's a difference between male, husband and wife, but there's no difference between male and female. That is why when Christ is coming for us, he calls us all his bride. If not, he's supposed to call only the woman his bride. But he calls us all his bride, even though there are males involved. Are we okay? There is a difference between in terms of hierarchy and rank between husband and wife in this context but male and female there is equality when it comes to the matter of marriage what we're supposed to be talking about is equity equity not equality women please what you don't know that you are doing as women all right fighting equal they say they are fighting for their life it's actually fighting for the will of the devil to be established and not fighting for your rights the 
LGBTQ people, plus blah blah. They are fighting for the rules of the devil to be established. They're not fighting for their own right. They think they are fighting for their own right. But they're not fighting for their own right. Some of you are fighting for equality. Our president is also going to come from the church. 
Are we okay? This person who is going to be a president is going to come from the church. And how is it going to be? The easiest way or to look at where this antichrist will come from is to look at countries who allow men of God or popes to elect presidency or to how do you say this? Uh, to inaugurate their marriages. You know some countries they elect their president by voting. Yeah, by voting. And then they do their own thing. They don't need any pope to come and do a pastor to come and do anything. But in some countries, it will take the pope or the pastor to come and put someone there. So you will not, in that sphere, the Antichrist will come from that aspect. And then from the church. If I should say it, it will be as though I'm punishing the church's name. But one of the things you should know that this church, from this church, we will hear many issues coming from this church now, where they will say that the pastors have become gays. And now they are, they are how do you call it? They are inaugurating or they are, they sit on weddings. They, they are the ones officiating gay marriages. And it's from the out, the church name out starts. I leave it to you. You don't mention any name. There's the church that with an hour, right there. So he said, and then this man will sit on John and say he is God. The throne he wanted to sit in heaven, he couldn't sit, he would sit on it on earth. And Ruth was seven good years. He would say he is God. He would demand that people will worship him for that seven good years. And if you don't have the cheap, you cannot buy. If you don't have the sheep, you cannot sell, you cannot travel, you cannot drink water, you cannot buy or sell, you cannot do business, you cannot marry. You cannot write because you don't have the cheat. How can you live without seven years? Master, prepare yourself to live before the seven years come. Because when I begin to think about this seven year reign, the three and a half that is the great tribula- the tribulation, and then the other last three half is the great tribulation. The last three, great tribulation. It is going to be much deeper than the first one. And as I said, this thing about the COVID and this thing boxing is just a rehearsal. It's just a rehearsal for what is ahead of time. And again, as much as it is a rehearsal, the enemy wants to come ahead of time. And then scripture says the reason why he has not come is because we are restraining him. Are we okay? And can a concerning quantum antichrist not show him up to see her? Could it be that our present on earth now is restraining God from coming? And the Jesus. Our presence on earth right now is restraining Jesus even from coming. So once we are all taken away, we will come. Fast. <laughs> the moment we are taken away, things begin to happen. Agreement begins to take place. Papers are signed. Then seven years from then, we are waiting for a second coming. Are we okay? Are we okay? Okay. Now let's move to the book of Matthew 24, 36. Then we end from there. How then can it happen? Because It won't happen this year though, because the things the Lord has said must happen, not all has been fulfilled. Then he goes ahead to say that you will hear of wars and, and earthquakes and other rumors. Do not think that that's the end time, no. And we've had so many tsunamis, that's not the end time. So we know, right now it's not the end time. And we are very, very close. Again, as much as 
we are anticipating the rapture. Not everyone will get to see the rapture. Some will die before the rapture. So just in case you are thinking of messing around because you think there is time, the pastor say rapture, rapture is happening this year. <laughs> I didn't say you cannot die this year too. Uh huh. <laughs> so that let me teach you right. The fact that rapture will not happen this year doesn't mean that in quote death cannot happen this year. So it is best, or it is in your own interest, to make sure that you are in right standing with God at any point in time, just in case you don't meet rapture but you meet death. Do we get it? So the, the rehearsal right now, if you don't have a COVID vaccine, um, yellow fever and all that, you can't travel. So you did yellow fever first. Now they've upgraded it to vaccine. Do you get it? It's just a, it's just a, uh, how do you say this? Rehearsal. Uh, they are doing some programming. Right now we are in files. Or they are using us. They are testing the market with us. Uh, they are testing the market with us. Okay. Martin, 24. Or so he 
said marriages will even be held on weekdays when people's days will begin to clash. He said so. Remember the prophet's idea. And now, in weekdays, you see people are marrying now. Now everyone is doing engagement Thursday, Friday. Some of them are even marrying, not even engagement, some of them are even marrying on Monday. So now, God is in his own wisdom. Doesn't want us to know when it will happen. So if you're trying to calculate, okay, if marriages and this thing happen within weekends, then maybe rapture will happen within weekends. Now he's allowing marriages to take place in weekdays. So when, when will rapture happen? You understand God's wisdom? You see God's wisdom. So we cannot tell. He will come like a thief. Okay, no problem. Until the very day when Noah went into the ark, verse 39, and they did not know or understand until the flood came. So and swept them all this, away. These people gave no regard to the prophetic word of Noah. They gave no regard to the teachings of Noah. They trashed the teachings of Noah. Just like some of you here. You are in church, but are not really listening. They are trashing it. You get it? They go for programs and they feel like there will be different, different programs. I told you, I'm in there, Okay, this week I won't go to church, this week I'll go to church. They are trashing the word of God, and yet it is their deliverance unto rapture. And this day, scripture said, the flood or the judgment of God did not come upon man until Noah was in the ark. So, the judgment, the tribulation, the great tribulation will not take place until we are raptured. The ark there represents Jesus Christ. And then we in the ark is Noah and the family in the ark. But look at this. Every time you see this thing happening or the rapture taking place, it only takes a few people. It took Noah and his family members. Imagine the people that were living on that time. And only Noah and the family members made it. And scripture says that the flood took the ark to Mount Sinai. It took the mountain upward. So we too, when it comes, we are taken upward. Are we okay? Are we okay? Just like Noah. But there will be parties, there will be eating and drinking. Don't even be married. Why don't we take place? Before they say I do, they are gone. And I think last week we were, we were saying what the Holy Spirit was telling me that someone will even cook and they will serve themselves, they are about to eat, they will even taste on the food and then they are gone. Yeah. You cook now, you want to eat, by the moment you want to eat, you are already gone. Boom. Then your food, everything changes, you are seeing your food now. Your mind should not even care about the food. Then we are going next to Pastor Paul. What's up? Oh, I want to see you all there, yeah? Alright, I don't want to go further, but then again, so I want you to understand that the great tribulation, the sin card, the sin success will not come up until we are taken. Yet the devil wants to do it before we are taken. So that it is up to us to restrain him, to pray, and to resist the devil. Then scripture says also in the book of Luke 17, it goes ahead to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, where Christ and where Abraham was asking God, that if you find 50 people, will you spare Sodom and Gomorrah? He says, yes, I will spare. If you find 40, will you spare? Yes, I will spare. If you find 10, you find 10. Surprisingly, he couldn't even find a 10. And Sodom and Gomorrah was not spared. So therefore, if Christ is kind of putting the thing that happened on Noah's time and Lord's time, 
there is lightning into rapture, how many people will be raptured? Because a whole town of Sodom and Gomorrah, their lawlessness, their sin, the Sodomy going on, that is also going on on earth currently. Okay? Christ did not allow the fire and the brimstone to fall at Sodom and Gomorrah until Lot and his family came out of Sodom and Gomorrah. So for those kind of things to happen and killing, well, the Bible says that people would desire to die but they will not find death. Before that time will happen, we have to be taken first. The bride, not the church, the bride has to be taken first. Are we okay? We ought to be taken what? First. Before judgment will come on earth for seven good years. Then after, when we are taken, where are we going? Are we now going to heaven? Are we going to paradise? Where are we going? The scripture goes ahead that heaven and earth shall pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But Enoch makes us understand that Christ of God dwells at the seventh heaven. So if heaven and hell will pass away, he's not talking about the whole heavens. He's talking about the firmament of the heavens that will pass away. And the earth will equally pass away. Are we okay? The book of 1 Corinthians 6, the verse 3. Scripture says, do you not know that he will judge angels? Many of us also believe that at the end time, we will have a TV, a record, where Christ will come and say, hey, Adwa, on this day, from this time to this time, you were doing this, everyone is seeing what you were doing. Hey, pastor, pastor, hey, pastor, my bishop, at this time you were doing this, hey, pastor. No, 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 that's not what's going to be happening. No, God is not going to condemn anyone in heaven. We are not going to heaven to go and shame anyone. No. Your secrets are not going to be revealed in heaven. He says that they are forgiven. Past, present, future. They are forgiven. So what we will do in heaven is to judge the angels. Did the angels obey our instructions? First Corinthians 16. Please read it yourself. We will judge angels. So our judgment is not based on the sin we did. Our judgment is based on what we did on earth, our fulfillment of purpose. How we're able to help people. How good we're able to do on earth. Remember, the good things we do is not what is going to send us to heaven. But the good things we do is going to determine how well we live in heaven. The crowns, the badges. The good things we do is what is going to determine that. But it's not what is going to send you to heaven. So no amount of offers you look after will make you go to heaven. God is not going to look at the offers you've looked after and based on that he said go to heaven. That's, that's not the criteria. The criteria is Jesus. Are we okay? So you are seated there. If you should make heaven, you will be taking angels. Look at you. Look at you. So you think angels will be judging you? No. You will be judging them on that day. I did not say it, your scripture says it. First Corinthians 6 3. You are really for them. Really for them. Some of them will announce it. That think, ah, me, I'll judge angels. Because when they look at their sin, if you look at how they will judge angels, they don't believe themselves. <laughs>
The scripture says that by their obedience to the word of God, angels grow. They, they grow in strength. So not all angels are equal. My angel is not equal to your angel. My angel grows by the way it obeys. So your angel, what is the level of your angel? We all have angels, so we all have angels here. But what is their level? You know, sometimes you can say, oh, I wish. Sometimes you've been thinking that you want to have something. And then funny enough, that thing comes. How do you think it came? Your angel will be down for you. <laughs> okay. Having established that. So then if we are not going to be judged based on our sins, how then are we going to be judged? Fulfillment of purpose. That aside, our words are going to pass through fire. Ashes, refined gold, wood. Okay. Now, the people who are unbelievers are the ones going to be judged based on their sins. It is unbelievers who are going to be judged based on their sins because they are chambers in heaven, uh, in hell, sorry. Just as we read the other time in the book of Enoch, that there is a place that is frozen, and there is a place that is filled with fire, and there is a place that is full of maggots. So depending on your type of sin, there your location is being placed. Now we are. So murderers are not going to be at the same place with thieves. Fornicators are not going to be at the same place uh, with liars. They all have different chambers. Uh, if you don't take it to hell, I'm sorry for you. But enough, I'm sorry for the people who have already made it to hell because they're already suffering. The people who are yet to make it, they'll suffer, but not like other people who went earlier. Because hell is going to be transformed into hell is going to be transferred into the lake of fire. And then we also will be moved to the new Jerusalem. So listen, hell is temporal. Paradise is also temporal. When, after the judgment, paradise and all the people in paradise who we meet in the skies are going to be transferred to the new Jerusalem. Where we are going to be with God eternity to eternity to eternity. And then the people in hell, all of them and everything they are going to be transferred to the lake of fire. Where Satan is going to be Lord of all. Yet the angels guard the entrance of the lake of fire. Are we okay? Do we understand this? Now, because of time, let me end here. Then next week, we delve deeper into, now when we go to heaven, what are we going to be doing? Are we going to be only hallelujah, hallelujah? What will we do in heaven? How can I have a better place? In my father's house, there are many mansions. How will we be? We will be having haircuts in heaven. What food will we be eating in heaven? We will be wearing shoes in heaven. Is heaven only made up of gold? Heaven is only made up of gold in life. Those of you see me, this is not true. I'll teach you my words. So you, you enjoy heaven. You love heaven. So when you are drinking, you don't have any space. Please give that any questions. Let's take questions. So we, 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 we do the other things by God's grace. For questions, if you have questions, please, let's do this quickly. If you have questions, can you answer questions? All right. Yeah, people who they can hit 
they're, they're okay. The people who are paralyzed, they're paralyzed. When you hit their leg against a stone, they will not feel the pain. But they have the spirit within them. If their soul is not responsive to that aspect, but they will tell you it's their blood cell. Maybe their blood is not flowing well through that part. That's what we have about that. When you read it from verse 38 downwards, it talks about the kind of bodies we have. Let me read it for you. We have diverse bodies. And as I said, when we uh, get raptured, our bodies are going to be transformed. We are going to have a different kind of body. So the people who are dead, those who are in paradise, the day they die, they receive a different kind of body. Those who are in hell, the day they die, they receive a different kind of body. Which is not this flesh, but it's a body. Scriptures is the book of 1 Corinthians 15, 38 downwards. It says that, but God gives to it the body that he has planned and sees fit. And to each kind of seed, a body of its own. Each kind of seed, a body of its own. So the angels also have their body. But their bodies are celestial bodies. So that so we don't say that angels have come. Angels appear. When you see angels, it's not that they have come, they appear. But in that same body, they can make themselves disappear. That's what their body makes them be able to do. That's what teleportation also is all about. Okay, then what I to say? 39. For all flesh is not the same. All flesh is not the same. But there is one kind for humans, and another, another for beasts, another for birds, and another for fish, just like your skin. Your skin here is different from the one in your mouth. Okay. Then it goes to the verse 40. There are heavenly bodies. Sun, moon, and stars. Even the sun has a body. The moon has a body. The stars has a body. But a different kind of body. Okay. And there are earthly bodies. Men, animals, and plants. So if there are earthly bodies, there are heavenly bodies. Then it goes ahead. But the beauty and the glory of the heavenly body is of one kind. While the beauty and the glory of the earthly body is of a different kind. So the heavenly body is different, the heavenly body is different. So when we are ruptured, we pick up the heavenly body. Now, quickly, to the verse 44, it says that it is shown a natural physical body. It is raised a supernatural spiritual body. So the body dies and decays with a natural body. But when it rises up with a spiritual body, are we okay? So on that day, we receive a spiritual body. That's how we are able to enter heaven. No one can enter heaven with a physical body, the natural body. It will not happen. And Jesus Christ himself, even before he ascended into the heaven, he received a different body. That's why they were able to see the hole in there and yet they could feel him as Jesus. Are we okay? Any other questions, please? Please ask a question about rapture quickly. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. 
Okay, but I can relate to what you're saying. No. No, I just, I was just getting what you're saying. No, 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 okay, no problem. I guess, I guess. However, some of these things, and you should be careful in getting to them because some of these things can get you to encounter spirits. And if you are, if you're not well, first, knowledgeably, in terms of the kind of spirits that is before you, it can even make you go mad. It can make you begin to desire other things. More questions, please. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, more questions, more questions. I'm a rapture, the end time, second coming. Mr. Baker, you seem like you have a question. You are smiling. <laughs> Spirits. 
a different kind of eye is given to them during that time. Okay. Last two questions that we go to. Okay. Mr. Mr. Angela, that we go to. Mr. Sandra. 